Have you ever scrambled with thoughts on how you were going to entertain your guest at your big event or big event that you were hosting? Why not treat your amazing guest with live music? Allow me to personally recommend to you a saxophonist that's guaranteed to bring his best every time he performs. Verl Tolbert is his name, his bilanguage, his enthusiasm, his smile will tell you his story. Verl played at my wedding and he was also a guest on this podcast, episode number four. A natural entertainer and talented musician, Verl T, the perfect choice for all events and special occasions, playing smooth jazz, R&B, neo-soul, blues, pop, and gospel music are his passion. Saxophonist Verl Tolbert is from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and has been playing saxophone for over 15 years. Verl T plays alto, soprano saxophone, electric wind instrument, also known as the Iwi, with a heavy dose of soul. Allow Verl T to help make your event something super special. For booking information, navigate to verlt.com. That's Verl spelled V-E-A-R-L, the letter T, dot com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Defining Moments Podcast. Get on social media. Find us on Instagram at Defining Moments Podcast. On Twitter at Def Moments Pod. That's at D-E-F Moments Pod. We're on all sorts of podcasting platforms from Google to iTunes to iHeartRadio to Spotify. Search Defining Moments Podcast. Like it. Subscribe to it. We're also on YouTube so you can see the video edition. Search Defining Moments Podcast. Like it. Subscribe to it if you believe in it. And no matter what, show some appreciation today, every day, because someone is always rooting you on. Hey, Defining Moments podcast listener. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Defining Moments podcast. This is Margie Lamb, the editor and producer of Defining Moments podcast. And today on this episode, I'm really excited to bring you a story of genuine determination of an athlete pursuing Division I college. My name is Wong Lam, your host of Defining Moments Podcast. What I really enjoy about this is when I first met Pax and Rosen about a year and a half ago, the energy I felt when I spoke with him. And since that conversation, we've met a few more times. We've kept in contact through Instagram, through Twitter, and then when he comes back from college, we meet up. What you will hear in his voice is confidence, the love for his family, and how he walks in his faith. And when you put those three things together in one human being, you know that this human being is going to be a great leader for our future. Paxton Rosen, I'm so proud of you. Roll humps. Go camels. Welcome back to Defining Moments Podcast. My name is Wong Lam, and today's special guest is the student athlete, Paxton Rosen. Paxton, welcome to the podcast, brother man. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So how are you doing today, man? Doing good, man. Doing good, just hanging out, talking to you. It's going to be fun. You just came back from family vacation. How was that? Oh, it was a great time. We went up to uh, New Mexico. Um, We did some some interesting things. We... uh, did a little Jeep tour in uh, Red River. We did some uh, whitewater rafting uh, over by Taos, and then we did some hiking in Taos. Yeah. And found out a few things about myself. I'm I'm, I'm ter- terrified of heights, so uh, <laughs> what else? that was interesting. And then uh, it was just a good time, a good yeah. family time. You know, it's I think it's been a while since 
my family, like my immediate family, my, uh, my parents, my sisters and me have actually been on vacation together. We usually go, we're blessed. We have a lot of, we're close with a lot of our uh, extended family. So we usually go with them. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time in a couple of years we've actually went just the five of us. So mm-hmm. it was a good time. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. You wrestle at Campbell University. Mm-hmm. It's in North Carolina. Yep. Student athlete there, 4.0 in mechanical engineering. You're going into your junior year. You're a redshirt sophomore. You actually wrestled here at Edmund North High School under Coach Schneider. Yep. Is that correct? That's correct. So if you think back to your high school days, what has that taught you in preparation for college? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot. I mean, I look back, I've been blessed and been able to meet and be around some really great people. Mm-hmm. Um Starting off even before high school, I think my dad was a great person to be around. He's always been very motivational for me and helped me get in the right direction. But uh, uh, my, my little league wrestling coach, Coach Hardell Moore, he wrestled at Oklahoma State, and he was a he was a good influence in my life. And then obviously when I got to high school, I had Coach Schneider, which mm-hmm. I mean a lot of people. If you know Coach Schneider, you know he's an awesome dude. He's yeah. an all around good dude. He's he's one of those guys. He's not really just focused on your wrestling career. He's focused on uh, your relationship with God and just being a good person. So yeah. Having him was was awesome, and then I think I'm thankful for uh, Eben North. I actually went to Francis Tuttle too uh, okay. for to kind of help me prepare for engineering, and I'm really thankful for that. So yeah, I mean my uh, my time at Eben North, I, I was I'm pretty content with it. Yeah, I think it really prepared me for the next level in a uh, in collegiate you know, school wrestling, the whole deal. So yeah, words, phrases such as "my little marine," "genuine," "authentic," uh, "fun." very disciplined. Those are words that comes out of Coach Schneider's mouth, Nate Gomez, and your dad. Those are words they use to describe you, man. So you made an impact on their lives and you actually make an impact on my life. I met you about a year ago uh, with your dad. Mm -hmm. We were at Whole Foods. And after that conversation, I had a really good feel about you. Mm -hmm. I felt like you are disciplined. You are genuine and very authentic, man. So I definitely appreciate that about you. When you wrestle at Campbell University, it's in North Carolina, mm-hmm. what type of training do you go through? Oh, man, I mean, that's a lot. So I said I've been blessed to be around a lot of great people. Um, where I'm at right now at Campbell University, I actually get to train under Kiri Kolat. Uh, he, was, he was an Olympian in 2000, and he's one of the kind of the great minds in, a, in our sport and wrestling. So we do, we do all kinds of stuff. I mean, you name it. Some... I think one time I remember uh, my freshman year, we had a, a kind of a conditioning cardio workout. Yeah. Um, so we were running around the track, the track at Campbell. But we weren't running on the track. We were running actually around the fence of the track. And what we had to do, I think we ran like a, maybe like a mile and a half for a warm up, And then we had to get guys on our backs and run around this, this <laughs> track. It was like four laps with one guy on your back. Then you switched off and then you ran a couple more laps. And then you switch positions. So like we do like so the first one was just regular. Then we do like a fireman's carry hold. And we did like four of those. Yeah. And I think it was about a two, two and a half, three hour workout, I wanna say. I can't remember for sure. <laughs> I don't, want, don't quote me on that. But um and I also want to say I think it was we ran close to 13 miles. So so any, anywhere from, from that extreme to um doing a lot of wrestling. I yeah. mean, and I say we train hard, but the cool thing about being in college and wrestling is um a lot of times we'll come in and coach will just say, hey, you know, it's, today's on you guys. Be creative. I mean, wrestling's a really creative sport. Right. So that's that's one of the main things I'd say different between, you know, talking about wrestling, college, high school. High school, I'd say, is a lot more structured. Because, mm. you know, all the guys, like for Coach Schneider, he's a high school coach. 
he's not going to get a whole like his whole team's not going to be guys that are as dedicated as the guys that are in college. Mm-hmm. So when you get to college, a lot of times the coach will just have you come in and be like, "Yeah, today's on you guys. They're, we're here to help you." That's but, awesome. Yeah, so it, it's it's um it's different, and I I actually like it better. So, but it's also it's more challenging. I mean, yeah, you're going off, you're going up against guys that are everyone's just as good, not better than you. So that that brings a whole new task. So. Yeah, yeah. So going back to that. When you said you didn't know how long you were running for it, to me, time is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So if you're working out hard, you're working out hard. It doesn't matter if it's five mm-hmm. minutes or 30 minutes, mm-hmm. right? And then also, when you talk about it, it's more your coach comes in on certain days, hey, gentlemen, it's all on you guys. Mm-hmm. So that, that tells me there's a lot of respect, mutual respect, mutual trust that you're going to do work mm-hmm. and you're going to perform at your highest yes. uh, level mm-hmm. for, that, for that day. Education, man. How are you able to balance? Because mechanical engineering is not easy. Yeah, engineering is not easy. Period. Yeah, but you're able to maintain a 4.0. Well, this wrestle. semester, but yeah, yeah, this semester, but still, yeah, right. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. How how does Paxton Rosen? How do you manage that? Oh man, I mean, it's it is it's hard sometimes. I mean, I, I'll say it, it makes the time go by fast because I mean, a day to day basis, um, and you wake up, you go to class. Sundays you wake up and we have a morning workout. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this year a lot of our uh, lifts were at night, but then there'd be points in the season where we'd ha- either have like a morning individual with one of our coaches or um, some conditioning and, or cardio. And also, you, I mean, being a D1 athlete, you got to do a lot of that stuff on your own, getting your weight down. So a lot of times you wake up, you get a class, um, you, uh, you know, you got you to take some breaks during the day and do some things you enjoy, you know, maybe mm-hmm. watch an episode, a podcast, yeah. uh, just something you enjoy kind of like relax um and then you go to practice you know eat lunch before you go to practice obviously and eat dinner yeah chill out get get back on that steady grind um sometimes you'll have lab at night mm-hmm. so it's it's a really busy schedule but yeah. uh I mean, once you get used to it you just you just do it you know what yeah. i mean so i think going uh, freshman year like i was definitely prepared for college and everything but there was definitely a learning curve for me as, as far as time managing goes because yeah. I, I could do everything it's just all the work you got, um, I'd forget to do stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So after that learning curve, though, it's it's something I'm, I've adjusted yeah. to it. And it's while it's a lot. I mean, you're trying to juggle two different, you know, really a lot things that are huge. Uh, I I enjoy it and I appreciate it. So and I know this is it's only a, a time frame of four to five years that I'll be doing this much stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I just I, I like it. I feel like it's preparing me for the rest of my life. So yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative of it. That's awesome, man. Your your journey from Edmond, Oklahoma to way out in North Carolina, man. What do you, what do you miss about Oklahoma? Uh, there, there's so much to miss. I mean, I love Oklahoma. This I I have, I have full intentions to move back here um, mm-hmm. when I get out of college. Uh, we'll see where the Lord takes me. What happens? But um, yeah. I mean, the, the main things I miss would would be my family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I'm really close with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss just Oklahoma skies. You know, yeah, it's. Yeah. North Carolina is it, man. It's beautiful out there. It's a mm-hmm. whole different. It's a different kind of pretty. But you also, I mean, you miss just home. You know that home feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I finally kind of got that there in, in Campbell now. But yeah. there's just something special about where you're actually from. Where you know all the memories you have growing up. You know, yeah. so that's what I miss the most. I'd say. Right, right on, man. How does Paxson enjoy life? Yeah, I enjoy. It. I think the things that most that I enjoy most about life, like I said, I'm pretty close to my friends and family. So mm-hmm. I mean. The thing I enjoy most about life would be hanging out with my friends and family. You know, it doesn't matter what we're doing as long as we're together. You know, just right now we're having a good conversation. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Uh, 
activities are fun, like hunting and fishing. But yeah. if you're with your friends and family, that's even those are even funner. So that's that's what I enjoy most about my life. I think uh, my relationship with my friends and family even motivates me in some aspects. That's awesome. Um, just to better my life, better their lives. Yeah. So that's where I get a lot of my motivation as well. So. Right on, man. When you think about life, and you're really young, you're 20, 21. About probably. to be 21 in about a week. About to be 21. Being about to be only 21, have you experienced moments in life that have defined you or you defined them, defining moments that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah. So uh, when we talk about defining moments, uh, things that have kind of shaped me, um, the person I am today, there's two that come to mind. Um, the first uh, was kind of a tragic uh, experience I had to go through. A lot of people that uh, I know had to go through as well. Uh, my cousin, uh, Donovan Batwell, actually passed away, I think, I want to say it was my summer going into high school, my eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cloudy. I can't really remember exactly what summer it was. But, um, yeah, so he was, he was my second cousin. And his, he's actually my, he's a little bit older than my dad. Um, I say he's my cousin. He was more like an uncle to me. Uh, his son is one of my, like, he's my third cousin. One of, I consider him one of my best friends. Um, so he died unexpectedly. And just it's something you never want to see, you know, a guy like that. I mean, one of the best dudes you, you'll ever meet guy that really just put emphasis on his life loving his family um his relationship with god just a role model he's one of one of the greatest role models i have outside you know my dad and coach schneider and some people like that um so seeing him pass away was obviously you know sad but i think one of the things i got from his life that i you know that he kind of passed on to me i'd say was just love for family and um love for god all that kind of stuff so that would be definitely something that's definitely shaped my life. Um, mm. And then another thing, uh, so when I moved, the move to Campbell University, right? Yeah. This is a little bit, it's not as, <laughs> it's not as a, not of a deep uh, topic, but uh, so, you know, I, I uh, decided to commit to Campbell and uh, I was, man, I was really excited about it. Uh, moving, moving out to North Carolina sounded like a great idea at the time, yeah. which I, I'm happy I went, man. I'm happy I went. But um, when I actually went to go make that move, uh, it, at the time, you know, it seemed like no big deal. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll talk to my friends and family on the phone. No big deal. Uh, and then I got out there and I was just kind of like, whoa, you know, this is a little bit different than I expected. Uh, I'm a lot farther, you know, reality kind of set in. Mm-hmm. And so there was about a year there where and I was a little bit homesick, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I miss my friends a lot, miss my family a lot. But I will say I'm thankful for the move because I feel like I grew a lot in that year. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I obviously I was blessed to be on a wrestling team, so I kind of had. I mean, if you're a wrestler on a team, those are your friends no matter what. Yeah. Um, which I've always kind of experienced that. So I've gotten really close with a lot of those guys, my coaches out there. But yeah, I mean, for a year, I think there was a kind of a learning curve I, that I had to get used to, and because I mean, you you got your friends with your wrestling teammates, but you, you're going to have those extra special friendships. You know, that yeah. you kind of have that bond and you can have those conversations you don't have with most people. Yeah. And I'm blessed that I can say that, you know, I, I have that now. But when I first went out there, you know, you're meeting all new people and you're far away from home. And I'm a, I'm a family guy. I, yeah. I love being with my family. So yeah. it was it was a learning curve. So I think that's yeah. another moment that definitely kind of shaped my life and shaped the person I am now. Yeah. Well, man, you, you going back to your first defining moment, you experienced the death of your, your second cousin. And you talked about how closer it brought you to God and your family so with that being said do you think now that looking back at that particular moment 
how tighter now are you with your family and how do you look at life from that moment? I mean, I've always been close to my family, but definitely a lot you know, closer. I think that moment helped me realize like how short this life is, how, mm-hmm. how quick it can be gone. Yeah. Um, it kind of instilled me an appreciation for life and especially my family. I think, like, I, like I've said, you know, my family is kind of the most important thing in my life. Yeah. I live kind of not, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm, I do a lot of things for myself, but yeah. I do also do a lot of things for my family because I just, that's, those are the people I love to be around the most, you yeah. know, I mean, just no different than my f- close friends. Yeah, um, I can see it. But family, there's a whole nother bond there that you've been with them since the beginning of time for me. So, yeah. Um, and they'll be around for you too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's how family works. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, that's what. I love it, man. Your parents are doing an amazing job <laughs> and you're actually, you do an amazing job being a great son and, and a great brother to your two younger sisters, mm-hmm. right? So congratulations to your yeah. sister who is going to be on the cheer squad at, at the OU. University of Oklahoma. Yeah, right? no, that'll be that'll be exciting. I'm a I'm a diehard OU football fan, yeah. so hopefully get to see her a little bit on the TV screen. Yeah, um, I don't get to watch any OU games in person anymore because I live in North Carolina, but yeah. I don't miss them. Uh, I watch I watch every single one on TV. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. If we're uh, I think there's been a couple times we've been traveling to wrestling tournaments, yeah. and I got my phone. Uh, I got an app on my phone, ESPN app, and I'm oh, okay. sitting there watching. So watch I'm watching yeah. OU games. Yeah, that's funny. That's so. cool, man. I love the way you talk about your youngest sister too, mm-hmm. and how you help her through life, and she's actually taught you some things too. Yeah, so that's really really cool. Yeah, it's been that. interesting to watch her. I mean, so the thing is with me and my my middle sister, we're two years apart, mm-hmm. um, and we we've actually grown up kind of together. Like we went to high school together for two years, so she shares some of my friends, and I share some of her friends. Um, my younger sister. We're five years apart, so we're not mm-hmm. necessarily as cl- we're still close, but we're not as immediately close as me and my middle sister. And so, age wise, yeah, age wise, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's been interesting um, going off to college and see, coming back at different you know times. And you know, I don't talk to her as much as I do my other sister. So and just seeing the growth that she's had, um, mm-hmm. she she really has had a lot of growth. I think I came back, I was gone. Um, I left in May and I went to around a summer school and uh, competed at a tournament and I came back and I was like man I saw Savannah uh, and I was like wow like you just look different and you yeah. act different and just she's growing up and yeah. Uh, yeah I'm really proud of her too so yeah I remember the conversation we had you talked about how she's grown she acts different she talks different and mm-hmm. all in a good way mm-hmm. and that's really really great to hear and then also man you always talk great about your mom and your dad your mom I have never met your dad I've met a few times dude solid man mm-hmm. yeah yeah, no, man, I got, I'm blessed with some of the great people. We butt, we butt heads a lot. I don't want to make it picture perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We butt heads a lot, but I love the dude. Absolutely. And I love my mom. And I'm, I'm definitely blessed with some great parents. I yeah. mean, they've, we've been through a lot together, and I think that just makes us a lot closer. Yeah. So, yeah. When you go into your second defining moment, you talk about moving to Campbell. Was there a time where you wanted to just say, I'm done with wrestling, I want to come home? Yeah, actually, when I was moving out there um, – I was kind of like, man, I was like, it was just, it was a reality check for me. You know, it was like, oh, this has actually happened. Like I, we drove, I got my truck, we filled it up with all my stuff and we just drove out there. And I was just like, we actually picked my mom up from the airport. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I was just kind of like, I, I, I kind of talked to my mom more because my dad was, he's more firm about that kind of stuff. And I was just like, <laughs> mom, like, I don't know if I can, you know, if I can do this, this yeah. might've not been the right decision. And she, you know, then and my dad was like, no, like, they're both kind of like, no, you're just, stick it out you know see see what happens and which i did and uh like that like i said that first year was kind of tough but i'm thankful i did it um mm-hmm. that's one of the things where 
I know I got all these friends in Oklahoma and they're, they're still here together. And, but I've, I've, I still have, I'm still have a relationship with all those people. And, um, I have a relationship with people that I would have never met yeah. had I not gone to Campbell. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for the decision I made. Um, yeah. I think it was the right decision. I think it was a hard decision, but I think a lot of times we learn the, the, the hard decisions are usually the right ones. Mm -hmm. um, good things don't come easy in life. So. Yeah. I like that. You're exactly right. You talked about moving out to Campbell from Edmond, Oklahoma. So Edmond, Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma is your, your comfort zone. Exactly. Your high school for coach Schneider is like as structured as coaches, Nate and your parents are, mm -hmm. that's your comfort. So you move into North Carolina, East coast, it's getting out of yeah, that. Exactly. Dude, this yeah. is where I feel good at. Mm -hmm. Now this is your next level. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you're done with your bachelor's, maybe you get your master's or maybe you go on to that next level. Mm -hmm. Right. So what in your mind, what does your next level look like? Um, I mean, it's not, I haven't really fully planned it out yet. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like I said, my dream is eventually to come back to Oklahoma. Um, so whether I get my master's degree out there at Campbell or mm -hmm. I come back, it just depends when I finish my engineering degree up. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get more schooling, but also um, like to work too. Mm -hmm. So I think my next level, I also, I mean, obviously want to have uh, work in the engineering field, have a job. Um, and I think I want to get involved more in, like I said, uh, uh, well, I haven't said that yet, but I want to get involved with, with wrestling um, yeah. at like, in, from a coaching standpoint, Love not necessarily like for like my main job, but uh -huh. um, helping with like little guys or maybe helping with yeah. Coach Schneider or something, something down the road. Um, and then just getting back, just same thing I'm doing now, really just working and living life. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about Coach Schneider. You mentioned his name about four times already. <laughs> what is it that you like about Coach Schneider? Man, Coach Schneider, uh, he's just, he's really just a great role model. He, he's one of those guys, he, he's always there for you, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's one of the strongest people I've ever met. I mean, physically, obviously, but yeah. not just physically. I mean, <laughs> no, I emotionally it. too. I mean, he's been yeah. through a lot. If you know Coach Schneider, you know his story. Yeah. He's been through a lot. Um, and just, I mean, having him as a guy that I could, I know I can call at any point in time in my life and ask, just talk to is, it's very comforting. And, uh. Shoot, I've been through a lot with Coach Schneider as well. I mean, mm -hmm. I can go back to my freshman year. Had some stuff happen my freshman year that I had to go through, and he was there for me the whole way. I remember yeah. after uh, after I lost my state finals match, I was balling like a little baby, which, I mean, I was I was disappointed. Yeah. And Coach Schneider just came and patted me on the back and was kind of there for me. So um, I think that's another thing with wrestling too is the the, the bonds that you create with your, your coaches, mm -hmm. um, your friends, your teammates. It's just it's really that strong. So. Yeah. I was blessed to have Coach Schneider. I think Coach yeah. Schneider's the best in the business for sure. Yeah. Um, and like I said, he's not he's not just there to be your wrestling coach. He's there. He's kind of like, like a mentor, life coach. Yeah. He's a great resource. I mean, he's the real deal. That's awesome, man. I after speaking to you and then talking with uh, Nate Gomez and your dad and Coach Schneider and now Coach Tittleton, it's like, man, I did I miss out on life because I didn't <laughs> wrestle. I mean, I should have wrestled. I, yeah. I feel like I should have wrestled. <laughs> hey that's it's a it's a good way to go it's hard i mean i got I'm a little banged up i got some battle scars but <laughs> yeah well you gotta be disciplined exactly mentally, physically yeah so when we talk about discipline what are some of your morning habits in college right now okay so in you know, a typical morning um i'll go through the bad habits and the good habits because <laughs> there are some bad habits yeah usually i wake up and uh i get on my phone which i would say it's not a terrible habit but mm -hmm. it's something i 
from time to time I try to cut down on. Um, okay. So I usually get on my phone, kind of check things out, uh, get on Snapchat. Usually I have, I have some Snapchat streaks that I keep up with. But a lot of them are for people back home. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, my sisters, my friends. Um, and then uh, usually I'll make my bed, make, we'll make coffee and make my bed. Uh, I think making my bed, making coffee, just little tasks like that that I can complete. I like to do stuff like that because, I mean, in a typical day, I got a lot of stuff to do and get done. And so, which, and it's not necessarily always a small task. So being able to get, make my bed and, and have the satisfaction of completing a task. Yeah. Um, I like to do that. It just, actually, I, I heard somewhere, uh, I heard a quote from maybe it was like a Navy SEAL mm-hmm. um, lieutenant or something said that if you get up and make your, your bed, you're already one step ahead because you've already completed a task. Yeah. Um, so I, I like to do that. So. Yep. Those are usually the things I do in the mornings. Love it, man. I do the same thing. And yeah. I still do. And now that I'm married, I told my wife, if she's the last one up, she's got to make the yeah. bed. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't, the bed doesn't get made every morning. Um, usually on weekday, on weekends when I'm sleeping in, it doesn't get made. But weekdays when I got a lot of stuff on my plate, it, I usually yeah. make the bed. <laughs> yeah. You can, yeah, it's, but yeah. So my challenge for you is make, make your bed on the weekends. <laughs> make it consistent. Yeah, all make the it way consistent all, all seven days. Yeah, man, all seven days. What are some questions that you wish people would ask you, but no one ever asked Paxton? Um, I mean, maybe something more along the lines, like what I actually like to do in my free time. Um, I think a lot of people know me for being a wrestler, um, being a friend. I mean, my close friends, obviously, they know me on a deeper level, but yeah. I feel like I, a lot of people just think of me as a wrestler, and that's that's not really true. I mean, I, I have a whole other aspect of my life that I love. Um, wrestling is, for me, it's it's been something that I fall in love with, but it's it's kind of like a job for me right now. So I do wrestling, but there's also stuff that I I do that outside of wrestling that I don't I don't think a lot of people know about. That's right. So I mean, just hunting, fishing. I like to do all that kind of stuff. Uh, hanging out with friends. Um, haven't really got to do a whole lot of that at college because you stay so busy. Yeah. But um, you know, I just I like learning. Learning's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of things. Yeah. Developing relationships, meeting new people. Yeah. When you talk about learning, I'm automatically thinking the growth mindset. You're always trying to absorb knowledge. What is one thing that you really want to learn that you haven't been able to put a lot of effort into yet? Um. Hmm. Thinking, looking back, uh. I would say probably playing the guitar. I remember yeah. when I was um when I was younger, I my my granny, she's she's really uh musically talented and mm-hmm. she's really into all that and she taught me into playing the guitar. Um yeah. so I so I got a guitar. I started doing some guitar lessons when I was I'd say it was probably like 4th or 5th grade. Um but with with wrestling and some of my other hobbies, hunting, mm-hmm. fishing, I kind of gave it up and was I yeah. ended up selling my guitar. Um So that's that's one thing I'd say like, you know, later on in life when I have more time, um which who knows? I feel like never. You, you think you're gonna have more time, and you never do. But that that'd be something that I would like to kind of learn again, yeah. playing the guitar. Because I I do I enjoy listening to music, and I think being able to play some music would actually be you know pretty cool. So. Yeah. To your right, there's like four guitars. So one day yeah. when you come back for a catch up yeah, podcast, we'll you have to pick some, one of those. Play up some and music. Play. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of music do you like? Your um, favorite. M- my favorite's country music. Mine too. Yeah. Okay. I, and specifically, I think. Well, I love I love the old stuff. The old stuff's really good. Um. But uh, currently, um, there's kind of a red dirt style. It's kind mm. of a new thing. Uh, I wouldn't say new, but it's. I feel like it's. I feel like it's popular. It's popular to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so That's I like fair. that. But, um, I mean, outside of that, I mean, I like pretty much all music. Uh, not so much the new rap. I like like the 2000s hip hop, 2000s yeah. rock. <laughs> um, 
yeah, pretty much. I like most music. So. Yeah, yeah. You were born in ninety nine or ninety eight. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. Is there country music, North Carolina? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I heard the barbecue is fantastic. The barbecue is very good. It's vinegar based, so it's different than okay. what we have in, here in Oklahoma. Yeah. But yeah, it is pretty good. How far back? Do you go on country music? Do you go back to Waylon Jennings or do you go back to old school Alan Jackson? Uh, all the above. Waylon really? Jennings. Um, I'm impressed. Alan Jackson. Yeah, I'm impressed. All of it. And then I've been recent last two years have been really getting into some like Red Dirt stuff that yeah. I like to listen to. So yeah, it's fun. You you appear as a very structured guy. You yeah. have your music you like, your genre that you like, your coffee that you like, your bed that's made five out of seven days, which will be seven out of seven, hopefully. <laughs> In the future. Yeah. What is what ticks you off? Um, I think the things that tick me off the most, I would say, is laziness. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you brought up how I'm structured. So I think people that aren't structured sometimes can get on my nerves. But at the same time, I like to be around people that aren't structured because if I'm so, around someone that's as structured as I am, then mm. we're just going to be working all day and not having any fun. So yeah. I like to be around people that aren't as structured as me, and even though they sometimes get on my nerves mm-hmm. with just the stuff that they do. But that's just part of life. But yeah. Yeah, so I think the th- main thing that takes me off would be, you know, laziness. Um, I think that that's just a big problem in our country today. Um, okay. I, I like to, I, I work hard for a lot of stuff that I do and have. Um, and so to see people that, that want all these things and they're not willing to go put the effort in to do it. Mm. And then they complain and wonder why they haven't, you know, done certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's all because of laziness. So, so you, you probably, no names mentioned. Yeah. You probably, no people that are lazy yeah okay absolutely so firsthand yeah. you see it yeah yeah hey, even some of my friends are lazy i mean it's not like i hate them for it it's just like <laughs> you know i mean and there's times i'm lazy i think everyone's guilty of being lazy oh, yeah man but i think that's one thing one of the things that make definitely makes me mad yeah man that's nate gomez says this and it's about giving yourself permission so i give myself permission to be lazy sometimes mm-hmm but I don't give myself permission to let that bed go. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> the bed's getting made. <laughs> the bed's getting made. That's yeah, hilarious. Man. What a, if you were to, no social media, that means no Snapchat in the morning. Mm-hmm. Who were three people, or maybe four, or maybe less, that you would like to meet in person or pick up the phone and actually call? So narrowing it down to three or four would be hard for me. Um, okay. I would say in one category of that three or four, mm-hmm. I would say anybody in my immediate family, my mom, my dad, either of my two sisters, yeah. I'm very close with all of them and I'm comfortable talking with anything about anything to them. Um, and then obviously, I mean, I have, I've been really blessed with the, the relationships I have in my life. So there's, there's more than a lot, there's more than way more than three people, but if, off the top of my head, uh, my granny, she's, I'm just really close to my granny. Awesome. She's, yeah. she's been a definitely an inspiration in my life as far as, um, being a Christian and following the Lord, she's um, yeah. she's on the cutting edge of all that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, cool, man. And then, like I said, I have man, I just have so many friends that I, I'm really comfortable with. But yeah. uh, to for an example, one I would probably say my cousin, uh, Cade Crittenbrink. He's he's been one of my best friends. Well, he's been my best friend since he was born, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a couple months younger than me. Um, he's my third cousin. Yeah, and uh, we don't really uh, we. I live in North Carolina. He lives here, so we don't get to see each other a whole lot. But yeah. it's when we do, when we see each other a couple times a year, it's like no no time skipped in between that's us. Awesome, man. So, yeah. and and I have, like I said, there's a lot of other friends that are just about the same way. But that's just yeah. an example for one. So, I love that man. That's cool. When was the last time you challenged yourself with something 
that you've never done before and what was the outcome from that? So, um, I'll give you a couple examples here. Yeah, let's hear it. I think uh, we were on that family vacation and we went hiking. Um, and uh, there were some, some very steep, some steep edges <laughs> and I was not too fond of that. Uh, so, the outcome there was that I kind of babied out and kind of sat in a little safe spot because I was terrified. I was wearing some Vans. Yeah. I was wearing some Vans shoes and they were slipping. So that was kind of a funny one. And then on a more serious note, uh, so some of my uh, my Campbell teammates, uh, Campbell's a Christian school, and a couple of my teammates, we got we to talking about, you know, um, just God and everything. I think we were actually cutting weight at a hotel for this tournament. And mm. we just, we got, we had a conversation. And um, one of the guys on my team's name is Troy Nation. He's, a, you think I'm a good guy. This guy is a, yeah. He's, he's yeah lives his life to perfect man he's okay he's he's an awesome dude and so he he said we got to talking about you know god and everything and he and, and i've and i've been a christian my whole life i was raised in a, in a church and everything um but he was like hey like what's we should you know get a bible study together on the team and I, that's not that's something i had never done before so i was kind of like yeah you know i mean I've, I've i've been a wednesday night church service every now and then growing up you know i went to church I'd say maybe every other Sunday sometimes, but yeah. there'd be periods of months where I wouldn't go. Um, so I was kind of like, yeah, like, you know, let's try that out. And so we got about five or six guys to come to this Bible study that we have. Um, it's, we have, we have our wrestling room is awesome at Campbell. We just got a brand new wrestling room facility and they have this little lounge area. So I think usually it's Wednesday, Thursday night. It's always, we end up changing it a lot because our schedules are just so he hectic. Um, but we've been, we try to meet once a week and do Bible study. We that's started awesome. that about towards, I mean, how about halfway through the second semester this mm -hmm. year? So that's been, um, that's been a positive experience for me. The outcome's definitely been positive. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got my relationship with Christ has gotten a lot stronger. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's fun because the people that I meet with Bible study aren't the people I hang out with all the time. So mm -hmm. you get to hear from them and develop relationships with them. Yeah. And, um, kind of open up with about your um, relationship with Christ to people. So yeah. people who are understanding and trying to accomplish the same thing you are. Um, yeah. So that's something new that I've done that I've actually really enjoyed and liked. Yeah. Are you guys going to be able to keep that going for fall semester? That's the plan. That's the plan. That's yeah. The plan. We, like I said, we, we, we try to do it once a week and there's some weeks where we just, you know, everyone's studying for a test, mm -hmm. um, something like that. But we, we try to get, at least once a week. I mean, yeah. that's not too much to ask, you know? So I love it, man. Yeah, as you get ready to head back to go to school in the fall, what are you doing now to prep for the fall? Uh, I'm not doing enough. For, I'm not doing anything for school right now. I just took got finished with the summer class. So I'm kind of, as far as prepping goes, I'm kind of giving my brain a break. Mm -hmm. But as far as um, wrestling goes, uh, doing lifting a couple times a week, um, going up and working out with different guys around yeah. Oklahoma. Uh, actually had the opportunity to work out the OCU, the head coach there is an Olympian, uh, Sam Hayeswinkle, and he does mm. like a little open room. Nice. So got to go just kind of work out with some of those guys, um, doing a little cardio, just mm -hmm. making sure I'm not too out of shape, you know, yeah, yeah. when I go back because preseason is usually pretty, it's pretty uh, intense. So I don't want to, I don't want to show up uh, with, a, with a belly or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So what's preseason? What is preseason like for you? Preseason is, um, like I said, it's rough. It's usually it's a lot of conditioning and cardio. Mm. We're trying to get into wrestling shape because when we talk about wrestling shape, it's um, it's a whole nother level of shape, and it takes a while to get there. And mm. when I say it takes a while to get there, it it takes about a week to get out of it. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're get preseason. You're getting in that that really good shape. You're getting your weight down. Um, that's when you kind of 
drop a lot of your weight. Yeah. Um, usually, typically in the season, you'll lose on a weekly basis eight to ten pounds. But guys are cutting a lot of weight in college, and you usually you lose a lot of that. Actually, you pull a lot of that fat off you in preseason, so mm -hmm. that way your weight cut during the year isn't as bad. Yeah. So that makes sense. It's usually it's kind of thought of as like the hardest part of the season. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're not wrestling, you're just training really, really hard. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you got to be prepared for that. Yeah. When you're wrestling, it's match day. How does Paxton prepare for match day? Um, you, take us through sitting in the locker room. What are you doing in the locker room? What are you thinking about when you get on that mat? What are you thinking about? What's your coach telling? You? What are your teammates telling you? I mean, every trying to think positive thoughts. Everyone always, you know, I think different guys go about it differently. Um, and my thing is, I'm still trying to develop that, and that's one of the areas I I need to get better at is is getting you ready for match day, right? Um, right before the match, uh, trying to come up, getting getting rid of those anxieties. Um, I think one of the things that's recently has helped me the best is just kind of let it all go. Don't think about anything, you know. Right right before you go out there, just kind of don't think about anything. Just let your mind just go still. And then when you go out there, I just feel like you compete better. I mean, I've experienced different things. Um, I think one of the areas I've struggled is with my nerves before competing. And so I think overthinking about stuff a lot has been hurtful to me mm -hmm. uh, as far as competing goes. So like I said, it's still a work in progress for me. I, I don't have that perfected. That's an area that I definitely have room to improve in. Mm -hmm. And um, this past summer, I think I did that just kind of letting everything go and i like the way the results came with that so yeah i love it man so you're you're still growing yeah still growing. not where i want to be yeah <laughs> so yeah well there's no for me i always tell people no there's no finish line yeah they're just checkpoints in life mm -hmm. and so you know an opportunity which is a weakness what can you do to get better at it mm -hmm. and it's like hey i'm just going to forget everything i'm going to be in the moment yeah and i'm going to wrestle as mm -hmm. hard as i can What's some advice, let's say a, a piece of advice that your collegiate coach has given you that's you thought about? That would be that. Um, he, he talks about, he's, I couldn't, he's given me, I forgot more than, he's given me so much advice. Mm -hmm. I mean, those guys, they're, it's incredible how much they know about the sport and all the stuff that they've experienced. But um, that's one of the things he talked about um, going before you compete, just really, he talks about, you know, how we should trust our training. Um, yeah trust in the process and before you compete just let your mind just go blank yeah um and that's something i'm still trying to master i mean i think i've done a little bit of that but if you think about before you go, you're about to go out there and actually you know, physically wrestle somebody it's hard to actually let your mind just go blank i mean you're thinking about yeah. it you know yeah you want to when you're thinking about winning you're thinking about just all these thoughts going through your head um so that's that's one of the things he's given as some advice he's given me and i'm trying to better that so I love that. And that's really good advice. Trust your training and trust the process. Mm -hmm. That's very, very important because he's not going to teach you something that is going to be yeah. detrimental to you and the yeah. team. Right? Yeah. Everything's going to be just how we're going to. Uh -huh. Yeah. I like that, man. What piece of advice would you have for a, let's say, wrestler transitioning into collegiate, a high school wrestler that wants to go to college? Um, I would say just be ready because um, it's it's a it's a, it really is a whole other level um, I think there's a lot of there's some high school guys, guys that come in right off the bat with success but that's pretty rare because mm -hmm. um, I think the main difference is is in high school I want to say it's 70 to 80 maybe even 90 percent of the time you're just 
flat out better. If you're if you're capable of being a college wrestler, you're you're better than that many guys. So mm. you walk out on the mat and like I said, at 80, 90% of the time, you're just going to win off your skill. Um, whereas in college, 90, probably 95% of the time, the guy's either just as good as you or better than you. Mm. So it just takes a whole lot more. You know, every match is a grind. I mean, you mm. might every once in a while have one of those matches where you just go out there and dominate. But from my experiences anyway, it's when you're competing, you're going to do a lot of – it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's not like in high school where you out, went out there and dominated. Hopefully I get to where – it is like that, but yeah. right now it's it's a grind. So there's a lot of mental pressure. Yeah, the just, just focus just mentally. Don't come in with the mentality like, oh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna beat everybody and have all the success right off the bat. Because I feel like if you come in with that mentality and then you don't you don't have that success that you were hoping for, you might be discouraged. Yeah. So just be ready that yeah. it's gonna be tough. So just accept that you're gonna you're gonna have losses. You're gonna grow from those losses. Mm-hmm. Um, things are gonna be hard. That's, yeah. But that's life. That's that's why I love wrestling because. It's hard. It's very hard, <laughs> and yeah. but so is life. Um, it yeah. it teaches wrestling teaches you a lot about life, and there's a lot of similarities. So, yeah. I love that man. What are you most proud of? Uh, I think I'm most proud of the like I said, I'm really proud of my family, and but I would say like the relationships that I've formed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've formed a, a lot of good relationships with. I mean, I have so many the, the friends I have. I'm blessed to have them. Um, my family, the, my relationships I have with my family, at my aunts, uncles, cousins my immediate family, um, the friends I've formed, uh, through wrestling, uh, through school. It, it that, that's probably what I'm most proud of. Just yeah. knowing uh, that's what I like to do is know and meet different people and develop those relationships. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of the ones I have. Yeah. Yeah. How, how does Paxson give back to society? How do you contribute? Currently, um, helping, re- helping out with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, every now and again, you know, one of my uh, old coaches will call me and ask if I'll come, you know, help out with a practice uh and i actually really enjoy doing that because it, it's kind of surreal it's like you you go and you help out with some some kids and you you remember being in their their shoes and you're yeah. just like sitting there like dang like where did the time go like mm-hmm. now here here i am now like helping them out but i remember like it was yesterday being in their shoes being a little kid going to wrestling practice yeah so that's um, currently that's how I like to give back because I've, I've wrestled my whole life and I've acquired a pretty good skill for it. And so, um, it, it's definitely, it's enjoyable to, to go and get back and especially when, um, your coaches are still doing that. So to be around them and it's just, it's a fun experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I have another challenge for you then now, next time when you come back, instead of a coach calling you, you reach out to some of your coaches and like, Hey, I'd like to offer, help out. How yeah. I do it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really, really cool, man. Mm-hmm. So going forward now, you've got three years left of eligibility mm-hmm. to wrestle, right? And you are on your way to a mechanical engineering degree, maybe a master's in your next level of education, man. Beyond that, you know, what do you think? You're what would you like to do? It's that's that's one of the cool things about life. I'm, I'm not. I don't have like a for sure plan on anything. Yeah. Um, I think the end game for me would eventually be to one day have a family. I mean, I've talked about how much I love uh, my relationship with all my family. So the end game would be, you know, eventually to settle down and have a family. But yeah. I think I have a lot of life left to live. There's some things I want to do before um, I do that. I think when you have a family, you can't be selfish at all anymore. You yeah. have to kind of give it all for them. Yeah, that's, that's and right. so I think I still there's still some time I want to be selfish and accomplish some things in my life. 
Um, but definitely the end game for me would be definitely to have a family at some point. Yeah. Um, and obviously I want to, you know, start on a career after, after I'm done with wrestling, kind of the next chapter would be a career for me, mm-hmm. a job that I could enjoy. Um, find, I want to find a job that I get up every day and I'm excited about. Yeah. I feel like that's half the battle. I feel like people don't like to work because they just don't like their jobs. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you find a job that you enjoy, mm-hmm. um, you feel like you're making a difference, then getting up and going to work is I mean, I'm sure there's some days you're going to be like, I don't feel like it, but mm-hmm. 80% of the time you're going to be like, all right, let's go get yeah. something done, you know? So yeah. that's that's my, that's my hopefully my future path. We'll see what happens, but that's, like that's it, what man. I'm striving for. Yeah. And let me chime in and say, I don't think it's selfish at all that you want to take time to yourself and explore the world and you have a lot of life to live and to give Yeah, as well. So I, I, I think that's a very honest answer and I really like the honesty and the, the rawness of that answer. Because people are like, oh, man, that's selfish. No, it's actually not. Well, that's it's that's one of the things my dad's actually told me. He's like, he, he's told me, like, you only have, you know, so long in your life where you can do stuff for you. Because, yeah. because once you, you know, start a family, you're no longer doing anything for you. You're doing stuff for them. They're, they're your mm-hmm. number one priority above yourself. That's how it should be, at least. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. I like it, man. What piece of advice would you have for me? I would say... Do something you haven't done. Maybe uh, this might, might sound funny. Maybe uh, maybe put some wrestling shoes on and and try and try it out. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you just put me on the spot. Man. <laughs> we can call Coach Schneider up and. Uh... Yeah. Okay. So I've seen Coach Schneider. I've done a couple of podcasts. With him. He, it, I guess the wrong mentality would be like, "There's no way I'm beating that guy." Yeah. But there's no way I'm beating that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be completely yeah. honest with you, man. I, I'm not beating you. I'm not beating Nate. I'm not beating your dad. Mm-hmm. You know? so, yeah, Nate. Nate's, a, Nate's an animal, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, challenge is put on some wrestling shoes and see if I can get Coach Schneider on the mat. <laughs> Bro. Then that means I need to fly out to North Carolina and join you and your mates going through, let's say, a month of conditioning. Yeah. So I can get in wrestling shape. Yeah. And then fly back. Yeah. And yeah, Coach Schneider. Well, I mean, Coach Steiner has a has a pretty tough uh, preseason plan too. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd ask him about that. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should do. So, <laughs> okay, what's his preseason plan? Um, usually we kind of we we start we lift weights and then we it's not as crazy as college, but we, uh, we do a lot of cardio, a lot of running. Um, kind of start getting into some wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of conditioning too. Just yeah. kind of basically what I talked about. Uh what we do in college just on a lower scale and it's not it's not college wrestling but yeah it's still he's still getting you ready for the season it's it's not easy i like it man i like it dude well i'm so excited for you your future your your grades 4.0 mechanical engineering going into your junior year at campbell university you have a lot of great things that i see in your future now I can't predict it and I can't read it. Mm-hmm. However, I'm excited for what you are going to represent uh, your family and, and your university, man. So my last question is, Pax Rosen, do you approve this podcast? I do. Go Camels. <laughs> my name is Wong Lam and I approve this podcast. Thank you so much, brother man. How was it? It was good. Yeah? Yeah, no I truly hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have a defining moment or moments you would like to share, please reach out to me. I would love to visit with you about it and share it with the world on a podcast. Here's how to find me. Visit my website, www.definingmomentspod.com. 
Subscribe to the Fighting Moments podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed listening to this show, I would be extremely honored if you gave us a review. This helps boost this podcast so more people can find it. Go out and be a positive influence today, every day. Make someone smile. My name is Wong Lam, and I approve this podcast.